Hello, and welcome to I'm In Here, a space all about spirituality, healing, and awakening for Black women, inclusive of women of trans experience, as well as gender non-conforming and non-binary people of color. Here, I share tools and skills that have helped me along my spiritual and personal journey, and hopefully you will find some value in the information for your own journey to grow, heal, and align with your higher self. My name is Kendall, and I thank you for joining me. Hello, hello, welcome. I am so excited to have you here and start this podcast. People have been asking me to do a podcast for quite some time now. So I finally said, all right, I'll do it. And I press record and here we are. I want to give you just kind of an overview of what you can expect with this podcast. I'm in here. I'm going to cover topics like spirituality, mindfulness, crystals, And I want to let you know that all of this is through the lens of a queer black body. That is the body that I inhabit. And it is through this lived experience that my spiritual practices are based from and born out of. But no need to worry if you are not queer and or black, because the information that I share with you at its core is for everyone. These are universal concepts that embrace all genders, ethnicities, ideologies, classes, etc., etc. But I do want to be transparent with you and letting you know how our bodies can shape and color our spiritual experiences. In addition to this podcast, I will also be sharing some practices with you like grounding, meditation, body awareness, While we are spiritual beings, we are also human beings, and I would be doing you and myself a disservice if I did not acknowledge the body, because our bodies are very much a part of our spiritual practices. We need our bodies to experience this life, this earth, each other. So I will be sharing some body-based practices to help give you a more holistic approach to the practices and skills that we'll be exploring together. To access these practices, which will be in video format, you can become a patron on my Patreon page. There are different packages and depending on which one you choose, not only will you be able to access the videos, but you can also make topic requests for the podcast, join monthly chats with me and other Healing Tribe members, and you can receive monthly affirmations and meditations based on the moon cycles. So make sure you check out our Patreon page so you can have a more comprehensive experience with this content and connect with other like-minded folks. So let me introduce myself. My name is Kendall and my pronouns are they, them, their. I have been a spiritual practitioner for 20 years. The core of my knowledge has come from my mother and the maternal lineage of women in my family who were all well-versed in holistic and natural healing modalities. In my early 20s, I decided to commit myself to spiritual work and was guided and mentored by many different teachers who taught me mindfulness, meditation, breath work, energy cleansing, chakra balancing, crystal healing, all that good stuff. At the beginning of my spiritual and personal development journey, I used many of these techniques in conjunction with therapy to help me heal my anxiety and depression. And when I started to notice results, I wanted to further my education and gain more spiritual tools 
So I learned how to do healing sessions using sound with crystal singing bowls, tuning forks, drums, flutes, and voice. I'm a Reiki practitioner, and I'm also in the process of completing level two of polarity therapy, which is basically a bodywork modality that uses pressure points and laying hands on the body to move energy. So why did I decide to name this podcast I'm in here? I believe that the true identity of who we are lives inside of us and animates our physical bodies. That true essence is not only in our bodies, but extends beyond our bodies and also connects us to everything else that we believe is outside of us. Other people, plants, oceans, animals, earth, sun, moon, stars, planets, galaxies, other universes. That essence makes up everything known and unknown. Some people refer to this essence as God. I call this essence spirit or energy. I changed my relationship with the word God because I felt that the name was limiting for me, but we'll talk about that in a separate episode. So to call this podcast I'm in here is acknowledging and starting with that true part of ourselves. And it does not mean that we disconnect or dismiss our bodies in the physical world because we need our bodies in order to experience ourselves in the world around us. So while we will be talking about spirit, the body is also very much a part of those discussions. The name is also a play off the name of my wellness business in her power. Taking the skills and tools that I learned and have helped me over the years, I created in her power specifically to help black women, gender nonconforming and non-binary people of color in the realm of wellness. Through my own journey, I noticed that there were very few wellness practitioners who were catering their services to LGBTQ people of color. So I decided to create what I wanted to see for myself. I have in-person and virtual clients that I work with and do spiritual coaching sessions to help them with reconnecting their power and their purpose. My wife is also a part of the business and she's an awesome somatic coach. You can check out our site at www.inherpower.space to learn more about what we do. And you can also book sessions with us from there. So let's start this show. For this first episode, I want to start at square one, the I that lives within us. When I think of an eye, my mind is bringing up the image of an actual eye, an eyeball. And for those that are Prince fans, myself included, if you remember in his notes or song titles, he would often swap out a word for an image. That's what I'm seeing when I use the word I in reference to spirit. There is a life force that animates your physical body. This life force is more than just a set of random thoughts or ideas that run in your mind. It's more than an automatic program that keeps your heart pumping and your lungs expanding and contracting. That life force is you. Unfortunately, we're cut off from that true essence. We identify ourselves through the physical world. Take you in this moment right now. If I ask you, who are you? What would your answer be? Do you describe yourself by title, gender identity, roles you play, location or culture you were born into? When spiritual practitioners talk about mindfulness, self-care or wellness, there is a sense, in my personal opinion, that they're talking about all of these things as a way to enable you to reconnect with that life force, which is great and that's ultimately what we want to do. 
But something that gets ignored when talking about mindfulness is how challenging these practices can be when you are living in a black body, a queer body, or a queer black body. As we know from history and we see on a regular basis in the present, black bodies are always being policed. Queer bodies are policed. They're silenced, they're hidden, and we are told through the actions of others and through governance that we don't have agency of our own bodies. So to try and reconnect with that life force is often much harder for us because we have to strip away all of that crap that other people have attached to our bodies before we can even sit on a mat and close our eyes. This is something that I believe needs to be discussed more when we talk about wellness and how we view wellness in our society, because to ignore our ancestral history and the continued intentionality of white bodies denying black bodies of our agency causes more harm and trauma to BIPOC folks all under the guise of healing and wellness. And this isn't just an individual focus. This is a collective communal focus. But we'll get into that much more. I can talk your ear off about all of that in another episode. So let's get back to the I. Where do we begin? How can you discover who you are, the I inside? Start with awareness. Are you aware of the I inside of you? Do you know that there is a life force that is greater than you and is you? I know that was a lot. Let me repeat that. There is a life force that is greater than you and is you. You may have heard of this analogy. Think of spirit, God, source as the ocean. And a cup of that ocean water is taken out. Even though the water is in a completely different container, it still has ocean water in it. And so that is essentially how we can begin to view our connection with spirit and how we are a part of it. If you have even the slightest bit of awareness of that life force, then you're doing great. You may not be in the space where you can always access that energy or be in communication with that energy on a regular basis. But just the fact that you know that it's there is already a huge hurdle that you've cleared. So how do you know when you're connected to that eye? I've broken this skill down to four different practices. Inner voice, gut intuition, that's all one. Two, relationship with body. Three, notice the breath. Four, be still. Now these practices don't go in any particular order. So while I'm listing them, one does not precede the other. Think of them more like concentric circles or layers in a cake. Each of these can be done separately, on their own, or together, and they are all components of each other to help you connect with your higher self or the I inside. So let's start with the inner voice. Your inner voice is the little whisper that guides you and lightly nudges you to move in certain directions, follow certain paths, make certain decisions. And this voice is a whisper. Right now, the voice that may be dominating your inner dialogue is negative, condescending, judgmental, or critical. That is not your inner voice. I call that voice your ego. I use that word as a marker, and I know that there are many different definitions of what the ego is depending on what school of thought you're coming from, but I only use that word to give a name to the part of ourselves that identifies with others. 
things, people, ideas that originate or are a result of something outside of ourselves. Our inner voice tends to be more quiet, more subtle. And it's only like that because we're so accustomed to gauging who we are based on our ego. We've been listening to that voice for so long that our inner voice has taken a back seat. So notice if you have that soft, quiet voice that whispers to you. Another way our eye inside communicates is through our gut or intuition. Have you ever had a feeling in the pit of your stomach or a lump in your throat? Maybe you walk into a room and something feels off. You're introduced to a new person and you feel like their vibe doesn't match yours. Maybe you try to speak up and want to say something, but there was a lump in your throat that you literally swallowed to say something counter to what you felt. These are all the ways that our higher self, our I, communicates. Think about the times that you actually followed that gut instinct. Was the end result in your favor? Did you avoid a catastrophe or some conflict? That feeling in your stomach is connected to your solar plexus chakra, which is where your power, confidence, and clarity emanate from. This is also the location of your gut brain. Your gut doesn't just process food and waste in this area. You also process emotional and spiritual information here too. And so I'd like to invite you to begin honing in on your belly and notice the ways that it communicates with you. This brings me to another component of awareness, which is developing a relationship with your body. I want to make sure I address that when it comes to our bodies, we may want to go slow. Take into consideration if you've had any history of trauma or violence with your body or you feel that your body does not match who you are. If you've experienced any body trauma, I would advise that you find someone who can help you work through this. I would not try to do this alone because our bodies hold a great deal of information and a lot of that information we've tucked away for our own safety. If we start opening and investigating places that we haven't been in contact with for a long time, it can be dangerous. Or we may be disconnected from our bodies because they do not accurately represent us and who we really are. So please, please make sure you have some type of support that you can be open and vulnerable with and will honor your dignity in this process. Now, what I mean when I say having a relationship with your body is noticing your emotions and how those emotions show up or express themselves physically. We develop very intelligent ways to protect ourselves when we have experienced harm and we revert to those ingenious ways over and over again, maybe to self-regulate, to keep ourselves safe, to let us know if there's any imminent danger coming. To give you an example, I am aware that I normally contract my muscles because I'm bracing myself for something, whether that something is real or perceived threat. Once you notice something about your body and how it connects to what you're feeling or experiencing, both in real or imagined ways, you can begin to better understand how you react when you're angry, sad, anxious, happy, joyful, excited. This is all about learning you, so you can go at whatever pace feels right. A practice that you can do to start noticing this is by doing what I like to call body scans, starting at either the top of your head or the bottom of your feet, scanning to see what is going on in each part of your body. Become aware of sensations, temperature, textures you may be in contact with. 
Right now, all we're doing is noticing. We aren't trying to change or modify what's happening. We just want to shift the focus from outside to within. And start slow. Maybe only focus on your legs or your torso. Maybe you want to only notice your jaw and see throughout the week how your jaw feels. There's no need to rush this process. Going faster won't get you to a state of nirvana sooner. In fact, moving at a faster pace can be harmful. Keep in mind you're doing something different and that takes time and practice. The more patient and loving you are with yourself, the more potent the work will be. Noticing our breath is another great way to begin the process of connecting with the eye inside. Paying attention to the rise and fall of our bellies takes our minds away from the past and the future and opens us up to the now. You'd be amazed at how oblivious we are to our own breathing. And I mean, yes, it is an involuntary action that we do to keep us alive. And thank goodness it's involuntary. Could you imagine having to tell yourself to breathe every minute of the day? We wouldn't get anything done. But just drawing your focus to your inhale and exhale, even for 10 minutes each day, begins the process of making that connection with self. There are a couple of ways we can do this. We can either put one hand on our belly and just feel it expand and contract as we breathe in and out. If you've got a good imagination and don't have any external distractions, you can focus your attention on the area right below your nostrils and above your upper lip. See the air flowing in and out of your nose. Maybe you envision air going in one nostril and out the other. Maybe you imagine the air on the inhale being one color and the air on the exhale as a different color. You'll notice that the minute you pay attention to your breathing, you'll immediately change the pattern. If that's the case, why not take the opportunity to just see if you can breathe just 20% deeper? That means just inhaling and exhaling a bit more than you do when you aren't aware of it. It's a scientific fact that when you breathe just a bit deeper, you bring more oxygen into your brain, which helps you think more clearly. You slow down the constant chatter in your mind and you're able to focus and remove some of that foggy brain. You can also regulate your heart rate and lower your blood pressure. You have more energy, you feel more alive. Being still is another way to become aware of the eye inside. I'm making an assumption that many of you are being more still right now, given that the coronavirus has caused all of us to slow down or modify our old life pattern. If you have slowed down and become more still, what are some things that you've noticed? And let me say, stillness is not quiet. I repeat, stillness is not quiet. Stillness is loud messy. It's uncomfortable and edgy. There's nothing serene about being still. I had a spiritual teacher tell me that many years ago and I didn't believe her because I really didn't want to hear that my meditation practice could be messy. I wanted calm, peaceful, tranquil, cute. <laughs> but if there's anything that I've learned over the years, it's that my life isn't always calm, peaceful, and tranquil. So how can I expect my spiritual practice to be only that? So if you've noticed that it's hard to be with yourself and be still, welcome to the club. <laughs> You're not alone. It's hard for me too. And for those of you who do not have the privilege of slowing down or being still, I want to acknowledge you and say that I see you. And while this time is stressful and you may have more on your plate, those of us that are able to hold this healing energy down can do that for you. 
And you can do some of these practices too by incorporating them into your morning or evening routines. Keep in mind that all of this takes time. Please be patient with yourself. That's why you hear me call all of these skills a practice because that is exactly what you're doing. You're practicing a new behavior to counter the behavior that's taking you away from yourself. When you're able to strip away other people's narratives and remove the external distractions, space opens up and you begin to see who you really are. You can see and experience yourself in a more pure and true way. At the end of each episode, I'm going to give you some journal prompts to help you go deeper into the topic at hand. You can do these prompts whenever you feel like it. This is not homework that has to be turned in. Don't stress out. It's okay. This is just an opportunity to be curious about yourself and see what comes up. Here are some prompts for this episode. When I am still within myself, I notice. What choices would I make if it came from a place of loving myself? What does it mean to me to know myself? When did I get reinforced out of knowing myself? You can take one, two, or all four of these journal prompts and answer them whenever you feel like it. There's no rush. And my suggestion is that when you're writing these journal prompts, try not to get caught up on spelling or punctuation or format, anything like that. Just let your stream of consciousness flow. As you're writing, just whatever comes to mind, put it down on paper. And it's best to use a pen and paper or pencil and paper as opposed to typing. You want that brain, hand connection and really just let the words flow from out of your brain, through your arm, onto the pen and on the paper. All of these prompts, all of these practices are on your own time frame. So don't feel any need to be structured in a way that you have to only write at this time or once you're done writing, then you're stopping and then you don't have to go back to it. It's an ebb and flow. Think of it more of like a spiral going up. You're going to come back around to some of these things later on at some point and then you'll elevate as you keep moving on and on and on. So give yourself some time, give yourself some patience and have fun. I thank you so much for listening. I'm glad that you're here with me and I hope that you come back and listen to some more. I'm In Here is produced and edited by me, Kendall. The intro music was also created by me. You can find my wellness business, In Her Power, on Instagram at inher underscore power or on Twitter at inherpower. You can email me with any questions, concerns, ideas, thoughts that you may have. My email address is kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L, at inherpower.space. To help support me in continuing to bring you some great content, I invite you to become a patron. Please make sure you review, share, and subscribe to this podcast.